Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is Joe Fitzgerald. Joining us on the show, we have Stacy Boss of Studio Boss coming to you from Tennessee. Stacy, what's going on? How are you today? I am doing great. I am excited to dig into this one. This is one of the cooler names of a studio that I've had on the podcast in recent memory. But for people who aren't familiar with the brand or, or with you, Stacy, give us a little bit of context here. Elevator pitch. When you describe this business and this gym, what do you tell people? Well, um, I'm kind of particular about the name, um, so I don't like the word gym. <laughs> Yeah. Um, we're a boutique fitness studio. Um, my goal is to deliver a family atmosphere, a great supportive community to women who are struggling with support, accountability, friendships, relationships, um, and literally just lifestyle change and fitness that will take them throughout the rest of their life. Yeah. I've always been interested in, in origin stories and how things like this get off the ground. Take me back even before the, the days, the first door or the first day open as a studio. Take me to the moment that the idea popped in your head. I'm going to open up my own business. When was that? What was going on and, and what inspired this whole thing? Well, it goes back a tiny bit further. Um, I started my own fitness journey when I was 32 um, and I was 11 years now post that 11, almost 12. And basically I started with no experience, no knowledge, nothing, just doing videos from home. And during that time frame, while I was on my own journey, I discovered that, you know, the, the way I was learning was I was being called a coach. I was through Beachbody and that's fantastic, except you have no education. You have no way to help people and they want you to help people. And, you know, it's not sustainable in the sense that you're drinking two shakes a day and not eating real meals. That's not something I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Okay. So a year into my journey, I actually tore my shoulder, throwing a punch to a video and wound up having to have PT surgery and PT again. Here I was in the best shape of my life and, you know, something stupid because I didn't know what I was doing. So it really kind of drove me towards not only my own education, but ensuring that other women like me who wanted to be fit and healthy weren't going through the same issues. So by 2014, I had talked with a good friend of mine who happens to be a NASA master trainer. You see his name everywhere. It's Rick Ritchie. I actually knew him growing up from camp when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Reached out to him and he, he put me in touch with the NASA programming and I researched a lot. That's what I became certified in. And then I found a local gym that offered just different group fitness classes, yoga, et cetera, that I was able to start working in. So I started building my clientele. Well, within about nine months, they decided to close their doors and a CrossFit gym took over and the CrossFit owner allowed me to stay and teach my classes, but I just am not behind that mentality of extremism. It's just not where I like to put my talents and help women grow because I just I get very concerned about injury, having been through that myself and extreme is not necessarily longevity. Sure. Um, so I wanted to work in a different realm. And so I took my clients and I actually had some that had a church we could work out of. 
And so during this time frame of things moving over, I was like, you know what, I just want to open my own business. I just, I want to create a space that's healthy and, you know, really designed for women just like myself. So by April of 2016, I had the LLC. We were working out of a church and I started working on a very small space. We started in about, I think it was about mm, less than a thousand square feet, um, 600 maybe. And when we, we packed a lot in there and we offered everything. I mean, I literally opened the doors with, I think, seven to 10 clients and a full schedule and trainers to pay and a lease over my head. Um, and it was by the grace of God that um, it took off. <laughs> yeah. So this was, uh, this was quite a, quite a long time coming. There was a couple of different stops and evolutions along the way. You, you've been doing this like you said, for a handful of years now, with experience under your belt, what's been the best part about owning your own business? The, the best part has been that even though I've lost both of my parents in the past six years, um, the women and the relationships that I have there, the friendships that I have there were all created because I wanted to help them. And they in turn have helped me in ways that are astronomical. Flip that around for me. Everybody that's spent time in this industry knows that the people are great. The connections are wonderful. Sometimes it's not all sunshine and rainbows when you have to pay bills and, and run your own business. What's been the hardest part about being a business owner in the fitness space? The hardest part has been trusting people that weren't trustworthy um, and that literally did try to destroy my studio from the inside out. They were people that I, that worked for me, um, employees, empl yeah, contractors. And, huh. um, it was the best thing that happened to the studio after they were gone. You know, you can kind of, um, pull out the bad and you get rid of the negativity and it actually kind of launched where we're at now, three plus years later, but that was the hardest part. I actually had to wear a heart monitor for weeks because my stress level was through the roof and, you know, <laughs> gym owners listening to this know exactly what you're talking about. They have their own brand of stress, but they understand stress and, and all the trials and tribulations that come with running something like this. Talk to me a little bit about the past couple of years. You said that trimming the fat and evolving beyond this has been the best thing for the business. How was the COVID years for you, what, what was that like from a business owner standpoint? Were you guys able to operate? How hard did that hit you? Um, it hit, uh, thankfully here in Tennessee, we were only physically closed for seven weeks. So my trainers and I went online. We created a space where they could do Zoom workouts with us. Um, we allowed them to take some equipment home with them. Um, so we were able to get back in the studio pretty fast. And since we were already doing our signature programming where we limit our, we limited our clientele to 12 at the time, we've since lowered it to 10 per session, but we had to come back in with half of that. That was Tennessee guidelines. So we had six clients per time slot and the vast majority came back. Um, we didn't really lose too many. Um, once people's jobs changed and they started going back into the workplace. We saw some of that change, but as a general rule, we kind of thrived during um, COVID. We actually had a lot of growth at the end of 2020 and the beginning of 2021. What fueled that? What was the kind of marketing drive behind that? How were you able to spread the word on this? Well, I don't advertise at all. 
um, okay. is purely we'll get, word of we'll mouth. get into that here in a minute yeah continue. yeah it's purely word of mouth um and referrals because i i am trying to build a very strong community of like-minded women and i don't want the negativity back in there so generally what happens is you know these women that absolutely love the space that they're in they love the family that they have and the friendships they've created they invite somebody and so i think a lot of that with as spaced out as 2020 got us where we weren't in close contact with one another they kind of craved that and so those women who were maybe stuck at home working from home that hadn't been at home before they really wanted to get into a space where they could have those friendships and those relationships face to face even if they couldn't hug or you know whatever okay and so from my understanding we haven't advertised because we don't want to dilute that or we haven't advertised for some other reason You with me? I lost you for a moment. Um, mainly, yeah, you, I lost you for a little bit. Um, so mainly it's to keep the environment um, exactly what I desire it to be. Mm. That Because I sit down and have conversations with women before they walk into the studio. They can bring in a guest, but as a general rule, it's 30 minutes, sometimes up to three hours that I sit there and, and just build a relationship with somebody and find out what their needs, desires, goals are, what they're looking for, and whether or not we can help them achieve that. And yeah. it gets pretty personal and pretty deep. And that is where the connections are built before they even come and work out with us. Those connections, that relationship is what I'm trying to build on. And they, they wind up having those with the other trainers as well, not just with myself. Um, so the main reason that we don't advertise is I haven't had a need to spend the money in marketing yeah. because, because what we're doing works great. Um, you know, if somebody asks and say your Facebook group, your hip white house or whatever you've got going on, wherever you're at, they say, Hey, where's a place I can work out or personal trainers. We get mentioned by, you know, the dozens. So I don't really have to, and yeah, as long I think as you don't have to, there's no need to spend the money. <laughs> I think that's an important point to call out here. I think kind of two schools of thought, at least. One, we don't have enough people, so we need to do what we need to do to get people in through the doors. Uh, and the other side of that, we want to help as many people as we can in this kind of category, but we need to do it a little bit more strategically. I talk to all kinds of gym owners who have somewhat negative or somewhat jaded mindsets when it comes to advertising and it sounds like you're kind of from there where like we don't want just anybody and everybody and that's fine we need to be more tactical about it and, and i'm of the thought that good marketing should repel people who don't belong just as much as it should pull people in who do belong but that can be a challenge right so many of us got into the industry because we love training not because we love marketing you know what I mean? Like Agreed. these are just not these are not taught in NASM cert courses or in PT school or whatever it happens to be. And so it, it can be a challenge. Take me to the next step in the process here, Stacy. We get a lead from wherever, walking off the street, referral, XYZ. Walk me through what that sales process is typically like before they eventually sign up. Who are they talking with? What does that conversation entail? What are they signing up for? Um, well, generally they book a place on my calendar for a consult. It asks them a few questions just about what they've done in the past, how much money they've invested in their journey, you know, 
uh, what are their goals look like? And then I bring them in and we sit down and we have a conversation. And a, a lot of those things get asked again, but the goal of that conversation is for one, me to get to know them, to really find out where the heart of the matter is, because generally it's not about weight loss and that's what they think it is, but it's more about their internal self-esteem and how can I make them, how can I help them feel better about themselves? Um, and generally that boils down to lifestyle change. It's not just how much weight can you lift or how many times a day are you in the gym or how many calories do you burn a day walking, et cetera. So we had these wonderful conversations. Um, if we get to the point where they're, they're sounding like they want to sign up, I show them around the studio, um, explain to them how things run. Um, most times people sign up right there on the spot. They are given, um, I explained to them our pricing structure. They have the opportunity to purchase a membership if they would like. I am not a pushy salesperson. Um, if they want to, I let them go home and think on it, talk to their husbands about it if they need to, whatever. Um, I can send them a link and they can join us uh, the next time. I do have a two-week intro offer. Not many people take advantage of it because most people are just ready to jump right in. Yeah, I figured that that would sort of be the, the mindset given everything that you said previous to this sales in our industry gets a really bad rap because of some sleazy used car salesy-esque people do you guys track kind of efficiency metrics behind that how many people sign up versus how many come in to find it sounds like you sign up a good majority of people that are coming through the doors is that right yeah, I would say probably at least 80%, eight out of every 10 consults. Um, sometimes it just look, comes down to money. Um, they just can't or choose not to afford it, which is totally fine. And that, I respect that. Um, I'll do my best to help them regardless. Um, but yeah, I mean, it generally comes down to the dollar signs, but not anything that we can't necessarily offer them. Okay. Now we've got someone that signed up. They're a new member. For you in, in this studio, what influences the length of their membership the most? What influences retention as a, as a metric in your eyes? Um, generally, they sign up with a one-year contract, um, and our contracts auto-renew so that they can keep that rate. Um, that's intentional. Um, the vast majority of them use their contracts. They use their membership. They're in the studio three to five times a week, um, and they're seeing great results. Um, on top of that, I send out um, a weekly, generally it's every other week, they get an email directly from me to all my members, updating them on my life, helping to keep that connection that I've created with them during that consult, asking them how I can support them and what they're celebrating and struggling with. And those aren't meant to be nutrition and fitness questions. They're meant to be life questions. Mm -hmm. um, maybe they're struggling with the death of a loved one. You know, how can I support them in that manner? Um, we also give them a recipe pack every month that's designed by a dietitian. It's branded for the studio. Um, so that's just to help them out, give them some ways to have a resource for food every week, every month. Um, also, we have an in-house massage therapist. So they get discounts on that. They get discounts on um, our merchandise in the store. And then on top of that, um, we do have a really great referral system. So if they bring somebody in, they get a pretty good chunk off their next month's membership if that person joins with us. So it helps us grow the studio while, while also paying back my members. Um, 
I always like to say that, you know, if you're in the studio, you're not going to leave the studio. If you pay for a membership and you're not coming, then you're not going to reap the benefits of it. You're not going to get the family atmosphere. Sure. You're not going to see the benefit behind being there. Sure. And so retention feels like a strong point as well. As you look forward here, Stacy, what's the, the ceiling for this? How far can you grow this? Do we have room for growth or are we kind of approaching a, a stopping point? No, we definitely have room for growth. Um, our evening sessions are by far our smallest. Um, we, we play around with time based on need. So growing our evening sessions is a, definitely a point we can, we can work on. Um, we always have room for more. Um, my massage therapist only works a handful of days a week. So I'm looking to add a second massage therapist. We actually just had a huge roof leak over Labor Day weekend and the following week. And so I have a brand new roof, but my floors are ruined. So yeah. um, they're actually coming in this weekend to tear out all the floors and tear out some drywall. And so a renovation is in pro progress soon. All um, the fun parts. Yeah, but it's going to look phenomenal. So it's been a blessing in disguise. Um, <laughs> so because we're, grand we're, reopening. To yeah, be exactly. Um, and now that I've been open six years, I can actually do kind of what I envisioned um, years ago. Yep. So I, I imagine that that renovation will draw in some new eyes, some new faces. And the town of White House, where we're located, is actually growing by leaps and bounds. They're building new communities everywhere. So we're constantly seeing an influx of members from all over the states that are coming from California, New York, Pennsylvania, as well as locals. So there's a ton of room for growth for us. We also want to add more like nutrition challenges that are say quarterly or monthly to really increase um, our clients' ability to progress without necessarily doing online training or anything like that. Because I want to be a hands-on trainer. I don't like the idea of taking personal training online because I can't stand there and make sure somebody's doing something correctly. Yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting new frontier for our industry, for sure. Big picture this thing with me. Say we fill out those evening time slots, we add in some nutrition components, the gym is rocking. Where do we go next? What's kind of the, the longer term play for you here? I honestly don't have one. I, I've been asked if I would open another location and I cannot duplicate myself and I can't duplicate my trainers and yeah, I can't duplicate my clients. So for me, it's like, mm, nope, I like my one little place. I'm happy. I, I don't see opening another location because I would want it to be exactly what I have now. Yeah. It's a fun question and, and one that is entertaining to answer at least. And I get all kinds of different answers. So who knows how that'll evolve for you as time moves forward. But Stacy, that's a really, really great place for us to start to wrap our conversation up. Before we do that, where can people find out a little bit more about this studio? What's the best website? What's the best social media? So um, our website is studiobossfitness.com. Um, you can find us on Facebook. It's Studio Boss on Facebook. It's capital B-O-S-S. Um, we also are on Instagram at Studio Boss Fitness on Instagram. Um, and of course, my email address is all over the place. And you can even find me on Facebook. I'm, I'm public and it's Stacy Ellis Boss. So they can always reach out to me that way. Straightforward enough. Stacy, I appreciate your time. I think conversations like this are, are really, really valuable amongst the gym owner community to acknowledge what we're doing well and, and sort of crowdsource ways we can fix the things that aren't going as well as we'd like. So I can't thank you enough. I'm excited to see 
what the future shapes up for you in the studio and wish you nothing but the best. Thank you very much. Thank you Absolutely. for having me. To everyone who tuned in today, thank you as well. Don't forget, if you'd like to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out. Our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lawrence out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez, and joining us on the show today is a very special guest. It is the one and only Paul Whiffin with Paul Whiffin Academy out of the UK. Paul, what is going on, man? Happy Friday. How are you feeling today? Hi, JJ. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Uh, typical UK weather, raining, a bit dark, a bit miserable, but we're happy here, so that's all good. <laughs> There we go. Look, we're excited to have you on. And I think we're about ready to dive into the nitty gritty here of what you have going on with uh, the PW Academy. But first, uh, let's take a step back and uh, I'll start with a very basic question. You know, how many members are you serving currently? Uh, it, it's we, we have on our books uh, just over 500 members, but actively... Uh, you're probably looking at around 250 to three uh, at the moment, uh, walking in and out. We're a pay-as-you-go gym. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. And so for you, Paul, I'm curious, being more of a combat sport type of facility, what's been the best method of getting new people interested and through the door? To be honest, uh, I, I personally don't do uh, a great deal of advertising. I mean, my, my, my students and my coaches say I, I should do more. But uh, for, a lot of, for a lot of what we do, what I've been doing over the years, it's been through word of mouth. Um, and we've got Facebook now. Um, obviously, 25 years ago, 30 years ago, we didn't have Facebook. So we've got Facebook, we've got Instagram, um, TikTok. So, so we're, we're, we're available on all of those. And, and, and fortunately, I'm, I'm lucky to have a good bunch of people around me that, that right, the boss won't do it. So we, we, we do it. <laughs> so, you know, they, yeah. they advertise it well for me. Yeah, yeah. So students pre uh, predominantly are, um, are advertising uh, what, what we do. Yeah. And, and it's, it's ironic because, I mean, I think at the end of the day, you kind of don't have to because you're good at what you do, you know, and it's like it pays well, dividends. It, it works. It works. It works. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so I'm curious, Paul, you know, obviously um, with square footage, obviously capacity is always a concern, but I mean, you're at 500, right? I mean, hypothetically speaking, if leads and traffic, clients, all these things were unlimited. I mean, how much higher could you actually go? Um, we, we don't have a massive gym, to be fair. Our, our gym is about 1,500 square foot, so it's not a big gym. Um, at the moment, what I have, I have a capacity of uh, probably 30, 35 in a class. 
Um, so, so I mean, we can, we can. I, I, I do six days a week anyway. Um, so, and I, and I'm, I, I've got a real job, um, as well as I, I, the gym through the evenings. So I, I, I have my kids' class. Then I have. Um, uh, adult kickboxing, adult boxing. I finish around about half past nine, ten o'clock every evening, um, and, and and yeah, we, we we get we get a few people in, um, and I'm happy to have whoever whoever we have in is is is, is great for the gym, um, and we'll welcome anybody. Yeah, yeah, that's 100 percent true. I think that's amazing. I think when you have that broad of an audience and you can build that big of a culture and community around. Just anybody, right? You're welcome to everybody. I mean, the sky is the limit. It's very true. And so I'm curious, Paul. I mean, I'm not sure if you're a one-man team here and you can let us know if you are or you're not, but how do you track those metrics, right? I mean, knowing how long someone's been with you, you know, if they're looking to cancel, if they're looking to extend their program. I mean, how do you know any of these numbers? Well, at, at the moment, um, where we are a, a pay-as-you-go. Uh, and since um, uh, covid we, I, I, I do a, uh, we, we have a booking in app called Spawn, and that at the moment tracks um, uh, everything that we need to know. If, if anybody cancels, they can message me on that. On that, it's a, it's a free app. They can message me on that app, um, and and uh, and they have to book in. So I know, I know roughly because not every people book in, they and then they don't turn up. Um, so. They can pay on that app. They can book in on that app, uh, and they can come and. Um, uh, so that's how I'm tracking at the moment. But as it is, we've got. Uh, I'm just in the process of um, uh, going on to a direct debit uh, company, a management company uh, called Nest. Um, so that point, when we do that, they, they as a company, I, I pay them a fee. I forget what it is now uh, per student. Um, they take percentage. They, they, it's on the direct debit, so they they pay they pay Nest. Nest pays me once or twice a month. Gotcha. Um, and then basically they, they they send me all the details. Okay, this person has been five times this week. Uh, this person hasn't come for a month, uh, but still paying. You might need to wait. Might need to give them a call. See, so make sure everything's okay. But as it as it is, um, um, myself, my wife, I've got. Uh, probably another five or six students as well that are helping me to coach. So I'm not, I'm not just on my own. Um, I, I've got I've got people that help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. I think yeah, I like that you're having plenty of options. Just make it easier for your members to be able to access you, right? I mean, that's how it's like. How easy can you make it for them? It's I guess that's probably the easiest way to course. do it. Of course. And then, you know, I want to throw. A little bit of a longer-winded question here, but a good question in itself. And bear with me on the explanation here. If you need me to repeat anything, just let me know, of course. Um, but a good question in itself. So, you know, Paul, what we've been discussing this entire podcast and what we've been kind of diving into are the three pillars of business, which is more most prominently in the fitness and gym world, okay? And that's going to be number one, your lead generation, right? Which is just your marketing. Number two, your acquisition, which is your sales, getting somebody from an interested client to a paying client. And then number three, it's going to be your retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer, but getting them to buy more from you in that process. So of those three, Paul, where do you feel like you could improve the most? Yeah, I, th I think you can improve on all of it. 
Um, okay, so, so, so my leads come from either uh, Facebook, uh, my students bringing, bringing friends in, um, uh, just, just general, general people coming in and just walking past foot, footfall. Um, and then I, I, I come in and then I make, I make, it's, it's up to me. It's my, it's my name over the door. So I make sure, um, I make sure I, if, if I've got 30 people in the class, I make sure that I get to talk to 30 people in that hour class. Uh, even if it's just a, well done, you've been great. Um, okay, we can improve on that. Let's turn turn the shoulder over, turn the hand over, hit the knuckle part of the fist. Okay, so, so I, I make a point of trying to get round every single person within the gym. Um, or, or if, if I'm busy with, 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 with one student that may not be getting a particular technique, I'll, I'll ask one of my coaches to please go and speak, go and speak to that guy over there. And then, and I, and I find we, we do have a decent retention because of that. That helps massively. Um, I think, I think, I think uh, you've got to take responsibility for, um, for each student in there to become a better person, a better martial artist, a better boxer. Uh, and, and at the end of the day, they're paying me for a service. Um, and I also believe that if, if, if you're not enjoying it, I, I try to make it fun for everybody. Okay, a serious sport, but I try and make it fun. If, if I'm not enjoying it, I'm not going back. That, that's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. I love that. I love that. And that's a great point. And I think it, it's, it's really giving them that, that experience that, you know, they're going to return to. And uh, I, I have two more questions for you here, Paul. My two favorite questions. I'm curious to see your response on these two. Um, you know, Paul, I mean, you've been in business a while. You have a lot of skin in the game. What's the bigger picture for you and the facility? What are you trying to accomplish long term? Oh, ideally, ideally, I would love to give up my 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 main job. Um, and if if I'm honest, if I'm honest, um, if I, if I didn't have a wife, six dogs, two horses, uh, I probably could. <laughs> but but I've, I've got I've got a lot. Uh, we've got a lot going on at the moment. So so uh, probably within the next five or six years, uh, I'm hoping going down the direct debit route and having Nest Management on, on my team or, or, or helping us, with, with their, their team helping us, then that's the route for me to maybe give the gym more stability uh, so I can, I can cut down work or, or, or maybe one day stop. Um, that, that's, that's the aim. That's the aim. Yeah. 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 And uh, one last question here. You know, um, if you could go back in time here, Paul, to when you first started the gym, sit yourself down with the knowledge you have now and give yourself that one piece of advice you think you really needed to hear when you first started. What would that advice be for you? Um, do you know what? Um, I, 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 would, I would tell myself to stick with it. Um, Please uh, just just take everything on board uh, and, and just be genuine. Be genuine with people. Uh, I am genuine with people, and and just and just like sort of um, have fun. You know, as a coach, I I, I, I obviously with a, with a, with my job, I, I work all day. Then I come down to I come down to the gym. Okay, uh, and for me, just enjoy it.
if I'm not enjoying it, because this is my passion, this is what I love to do. Um, and if I'm not enjoying it, then then other people aren't enjoying it. Enjoy what you do. And that that's that's I think for that's, that's key key to everything. Key to everything. Yeah. You know, it's not not always about money. Um, don't get me wrong, we can't live without it, but you know, we we got to sometimes, you know, it's got to be a happy medium. There has to be a happy medium. There we go. We don't hate money or helping people. I'll tell you that. Paul, it's a good place to wrap things up on this episode. But before we sign out, please, if you have any Facebook, Instagram, website, let the people know where can they find out more about you and the facility. Okay, Paul Whiffin Academy. Um, um, uh, anybody wants to email me, it's paul.whiffin at hotmail.co.uk. Um, uh, paul.whiffin Academy as well. Okay, we, 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 got, uh, we got a website, but it's, it's not currently up to date. Um, because I just I just haven't had chance, uh, and I'm a bit lazy with that kind of stuff. Um, but but we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. Um, uh, my wife deals with that kind of stuff. So so we're we're, we're there, we're there. Uh, and and listen, it, this is this has been marvelous for me. Um, I've never done it before, and you know, never know. I, I wouldn't mind doing it again one day. There we go. There we go. We absolutely appreciate <laughs> your time and contribution to the podcast, and I look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. If you don't mind sticking around for two more seconds, I just want to let you know how you can get the podcast. I'd really appreciate it. I'm just going to go ahead and sign everybody else out over here, okay? Thanks, JJ. Yeah, no problem, Paul. And uh, to everybody else who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit the like and subscribe button. And if you want to come in and join us and talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description to fill that out. And our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords. Out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords podcast. I will be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on the show is Josh from South Bay Trainer out of Torrance, California. Welcome to the show. How are you today, Josh? It's a good day. Glad to be here. It's a good day to have a good day. Super excited to have you here and to learn more about what you have going on at your fitness business. Before we kind of dive into the nitty gritty um, of what you have going on, Josh, what was it? Why did you go into business and become, you know, a gym owner, a studio owner? Um, to be honest, I was a fat kid. Um you know, a lot of people start their lives in fitness because they grew up fit. 
that wasn't me. I grew up the opposite. I was a fat kid. And uh, that was very hard for me. And it was when I became fit at 14 years old that I learned that fitness is something that can carry you. Fitness is something that is beneficial. And fitness is something that needs to be done strictly and regularly. So that's kind of what led me into the path of fitness training. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, it's interesting to kind of hear like everybody's background, right? Um, it's usually like why we go to start a gym. It's like fitness transformed my life. So now I want to be able to transform other lives or for a lot of people, it's like, it's all I've ever wanted to do is work out and train and play sports. And so it's usually like one of those two stories. Um, so, you know, now that you have self Bay trainer, kind of give us your best elevator pitch of, of the business itself what services that you provide kind of paint that picture for our listeners so that the context of this conversation today makes sense. Um, you can be 13 years old or a hundred years old. You can have, you know, knee issues. You could have had, uh, you know, you could be blind. It, it doesn't matter what has happened to you. As long as the point of, of your presence here in this life is to be fit and to work on fitness. You know, it doesn't matter to us what your past holds. What matters to us is building a future for you. So that is what we specialize in and that is what we're good at. You know, it doesn't matter you're making model. You know, all we want is a better person. So it doesn't matter if you make that progress right away or if it takes time. You know, we are here to be coaches. We are here to be assistants. We are here just to make a better you. So that's, that's kind of the long and the short of it. Okay, so really at this facility, any walk of life can just come in, get in, you know, some form of a workout, feel better about themselves. And I love that. I think fitness is something that's so intimidating for so many people. So there needs to be more places like you that people can approach. Now, is this all like, what kind of modality is it? Is it group training? Is it one-on-one? Is it semi-private? Kind of what options do you have for your clients? Semi-private, we do not do one-on-one, we do not do group. So we might see one client at a time, three or four clients at a time. But the thing is, we, we limit the amount of clients we can see. So you won't have a time when you walk in and there's 12 clients with one trainer. It doesn't work that way, we limit it. So you know, if a trainer has more than four clients in one hour, we normally will push clients to other hours in order to keep that, that trainer is focused on just his clients that he really cares about. Okay. Yeah, I like that semi-private because for a lot of people, they really look for that one-on-one attention from a coach, right? But they, all, they don't want to do just one-on-one training. They like having somebody else in the room to push them, to train with them. Um, that helps their motivation. Right. So it's, it's, it's a good business model. And, and business-wise, it's smart, too, because with one-on-one training, we can only fit one person every 45 minutes or however long the session and is. And you end up paying way, way, way more per hour. You're charging, you know, $120, yeah. $160, an hour. And that's not conducive to the client. Yeah. Yeah, not everybody can pay that. So, you know, it is very, very smart for the business. It kind of opens up the market of people that you can work with as well. Um, 
how exactly do you sell your your sessions? Do people pay for a monthly membership? Do they pay for packs of classes? Monthly um, membership. Okay. And so how does how does that work? You know, is there different options for however many times they're coming in? Like, kind of give us the breakdown. So basically, we work from uh, 5 a.m. until 8 p.m. Monday through Friday, and we open from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. on Saturday. We do not open on Sunday. Uh, and I have five trainers that work for me and I train myself. Uh, so we have six trainers total. Now we divide it up, you know, um, we have two trainers that work in the morning, uh, four trainers that work in the afternoons and between us, we can manage all the clients. Um, we've had as many as 250 clients here right now. We're at like 80 because of the pandemic and it's just, grueling so it's not easy but the thing is we get done our job as long as our clients get done theirs we're all pretty right. happy about it right yeah I mean you mentioned a big thing there and like ah, post-pandemic like 80 percent of people 85 percent of gym owners somewhere in that range they're struggling with the same exact thing as you it's like how do we get those pre-covid numbers back into the gym so you know you're you're kind of at around 80 clients right now. How long have you been in that range, would you say? Um, we were down at 70. We went up to about 120. Now we're back at about, it's realistically about 89. Um, so we, we raised our prices because it's been 10 years. We had the same dang prices. So uh, it was time. And we lost several clients. But you know what? We have to do what we need to do. You know, um, and bringing the prices back up, uh, that hurt us a little bit, but we're, we're doing our best to advertise, doing our mm -hmm. best to keep the numbers up. And the thing is, we have more awards than pretty much anyone in the area. You know, yeah. from the South Bay, we have a lot of reviews and they're great reviews. So it's, you know what, we're relying on the uh, internet, uh, on Yelp to be specific, uh, to really bring us back our clients. And then the reliability of our name. You type in South Bay Personal Trainer, guess who comes up first? South Bay Trainer. Yeah, so really relying on that to kind of help that growth, help continue that growth. Now, you know, being that you've really struggled with uh, getting people in the front door since COVID, what problems do you feel that that has caused for the business itself? To be honest, I don't pay myself enough. <laughs> the trainers get paid well. The trainers get paid well. And um, I've gone through some, some trouble in my life and it makes life harder. And uh, I want to be able to make more for my business. I mean, I own the whole place. So, you know, there's no reason why I'm not doing as well as I should be. So one of the biggest things is making sure that I can get paid for my work, you know, and it's as a gym owner, I deal with 10 times as much work as just a regular trainer. So right. I don't think enough people appreciate the fact that we go through what we go through. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to, and nobody wants to spend time working on something super hard 
and not get a payoff, right? Yes. You at the, And at the end of the day, you do need to pay yourself because you also have life. You have things that you need to pay for in life. And it's just hard. Um, it's, it's so hard to kind of, you know, uh, rise above, <laughs> rise up from, from this past few years, everything that has happened. So talk to me about the growth process. You know, what kind of things are you doing as a gym owner to get new clients in the front door of the gym? What does that growth process look like? Um, to be honest, Yelp, Yelp is amazing. If you have a working Yelp formula, it's not going to do you wrong. Um, we get a lot of our, our leads from Google and from Yelp. You know, a lot of people will cross-reference the two. You know, they'll find you on Google, but then they'll double-check you on Yelp or vice versa. Okay. If they find you on Yelp, they'll double-check you on Google. You know, and that's that's been a massive benefit to us because we're really strong at Yelp and we're really strong at Google. So that's going to be a... a key component of our growth is just hitting those two really hard and hitting them really well has caused us to expand in our area. So just having that name South Bay trainer, and we're a South Bay personal trainer, that's a real, real boost to our motive as well. Yep. Yeah, I mean, Yelp, Google are great for the people that are looking for us. They are going to find us, right? Um, yes. That's why I love Google, why I love Yelp and other and like kind of search engine things like that. But how are you finding the people who aren't necessarily searching for you? Because typically those are the people that need us the most. That might be good. Uh, that might be Clayton's strong suit. You know, he's he's a new guy and he's got a lot of years experience in this. He's got twelve years experience, and I'm hoping he'll be able to add something that I have not. You know, uh, I know when to admit that I'm not working on all gears, that I'm not pushing a hundred percent. You know, that's his job. You know, that's he's going to get paid well because of that, and I'm I'm confident that he will be. You know, um, he will be doing well because we we need it. We've been a top performing gym in our area, so I want to get back to that level. Right. You know, I'm yeah. not I'm not happy being mediocre. I got to be the best. Yeah, you got you have that why not more mindset, and that's something yes. that I appreciate because it's like even when we're doing good, well, why can't we be doing better? What, what can we do to become better? What can we do to help more people? What can we do to make more money? Um, and that's like the best mindset to have as a business owner. So Clayton is coming on. He's going to be the new GM of the facility. Uh, um, does Clayton have experience like kind of acquiring clients and growing a, a gym? Has he done this in the past? Yeah. Um, so he worked for himself for a lot of years, for 12 years. Um, he was actually... Uh, a F45 coach. So he would sit in a room and instruct people on how to do their workouts, but he would have videos playing. He would just correct them. The guy is fit as can be, and uh, he's, he's done a very good job. He knows people well, and he knows how to communicate well. And that, you know, that pays off. That pays off in terms of a personal trainer. You want someone who's, who's very conducive to a working environment where you're communicating you know he moves he, he's got the eyes for it so you know I'm, I'm excited to bring him on board 
You know, I, I needed someone to kind of shake this gym up and get things moving forward. Not, yeah. I was, I've, I've been lazy in terms of my management and that's not acceptable. Yeah, I think, um, you know, it's so beneficial to have somebody like that who is just, sounds like he's really sharp. Um, he really, he really knows what he's doing when it comes to the personal training, when it comes to coaching, not only the clients, but the staff and, and operating the inside of the business. Um, that's so important when it comes to getting, you know, new faces in the door, getting close up to that 200 pre COVID number. In what ways do you think he's going to be able to help you there? That guy can talk. That guy can talk. He's very, very positive about what it is he does. He loves fitness. He loves training people. And that, you know, I, I love fitness as well, but he's, right. he's really mentally there. And that's something I haven't done in a long time, you know, and um, just to have his presence here is going to be of massive benefit to all of us. You know, I got, I got a reasonable staff here, but we need the motivation. I feel like he's it. So yeah. I'm confident that he'll be able to really pull it out and, and get us working. So that's, that's something I'm excited about. I'm excited to that's see awesome. him. I, I love that. I love that he's going to bring kind of like a renewed energy. It sounds yeah. like, um, okay. So next question that I have for you you know, I think there's just as much value in us talking about the good stuff as there is in us talking about, you know, what's been the biggest bottleneck or challenge. So, you know, we've touched on a little bit of the challenge, you know, getting people back in post COVID, but on top of that, what would you say is your biggest bottleneck right now, business wise? To be honest, dealing with the landlord, mm -hmm. you know, I own three of his locations I have three. My gym is built. I started with one small one. Then we moved to two. Then we moved to three. So I literally own three locations here. There's two other vacancies in the same center. And there it's about to come time where you have to replenish your business. And we're pretty heavily in debt to him. And, um, you know, we, we were about $140,000 debt. A hundred of that got forgiven and we paid off about 12 of it. Now he's asking for all 28 in one year. And that's not realistic. As a gym owner, that's not realistic at all. So uh, I brought in my uncle, who's um, a business owner himself and uh, a realtor himself. And he tried to argue back and forth with my landlord. And he goes, wow. That guy has no patience at all. I'm like, well, welcome to my world, buddy. Uh, I've been dealing with that for 10 years. So we have to find a way to get that paid. We, we got an agreement of two years, two years to pay off that $28,000. So $12,000 a year for two years. And that, as a business owner, is not going to be easy, but it's going to be doable. So that's... Yeah. That's my biggest concern. Clients, clients are clients and clients come and go. We would prefer to keep them, but you know, the being able to keep the same gym is scary to me. I've already scattered out two new locations 
but I don't want to move an entire gym. Stuff in here is pretty dang heavy. Yeah, no. Nobody wants nobody wants to move. Um, and landlords, we all have our own, you know, issues. Yeah. When it comes when it comes to that. Now you mentioned there that you guys are paying off a pretty hefty debt, you know, to this landlord. Um, what are some of the things that you're doing to to make that happen? Because I'm assuming that the payment is pretty high if if you're having to to do this in two years. That's a lot of money. Yeah, twenty eight thousand dollars over two years. It's twelve thousand a year. That's that's a thousand dollars a month. You know, that's when you break it down to the actual numbers, it gets less pretty by the day. Um, can we do it? I think we can. Is that going to hurt what I take home? Yes, it will. But you know what? It's this gym has been beautiful. This gym has been amazing. It's been of such a benefit to this community over here. And, you know, we take pride in everything we do. And that's, you know, that's important. That's what I want to keep. I don't want to move locations. I like this center. I like where we are. I like where we're located. And our visibility is really important to us. So that's, Mm -hmm. I want to keep the same location. So whatever I got to do to get that guy to agree, I'll do it. What can you do? Do you feel like there is a way for you to increase profitability in the business so you can pay this off and still pay yourself? Maybe. I like to ask. I like to ask tricky questions. Get you thinking. It is a tricky question. You know what? It's. It's hard. Um, I've been making ends meet barely for a while now. Paying an extra thousand dollars a month is not easy. You know, if I worked for someone else, that would be a lot easier. Because uh, you beg and plead for a raise. I don't. I don't get the option of a raise. I make what I make regardless, and uh, that makes life more challenging. And what do I like? I like challenge. You know, and that's it, it's. It's going to be interesting. I'm not saying it's going to be fun, but it's going to be interesting. You know, yeah. it's life. Life deserves turns for the better or for the worse. Uh, could this be for the worse? Possibly. Could it be for the better? Hopefully. <laughs> so yeah. we'll, we'll see how it goes. But you know what? His life is his life and mine is mine. And I do everything I can for my own. And, um, you know, if he wants to make things hard, he can make things hard. That's, that's, he's the landlord and I'm just a renter. So, you know, if, if he wants to make it difficult and ugly, he's more than welcome to, will I be happy about it? No, I won't. But am I going to make it hard for him? Absolutely. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I like that attitude. Now, last but not least, I am such a visionary and I always like to make sure that I give gym owners a chance here to kind of talk about what their magic wand situation would be. So, you know, I have a magic wand here with some Disney magic inside of it. I hand it off to you. I say, all right, Josh, all your dreams, all your goals for your business came true. What would that picture look like for you? I 
I want to run a facility that's open to pretty much anybody that wants to use it. Um, that offers services from, from, you know, your, your CrossFit and your personal training to your one-on-one -on -one training to nutrition, to stretch, to balance, to everything. But I also want to be able to take on other business ventures. You know, I'm, I'm very proactive when it comes to business. You know, my mindset is that go, go, go until you can't anymore. So, you know, right. what? I already have a jewelry line, but what else can I do? What else is there for me to start? You know, I, I love doing other things and I'm, I'm very interested in getting my hands into whatever I can. So that's, that's a long and short answer. You know, it's a short answer in that I just told you it, but it's a long answer in that there's so much that it could go into. Um, you know what? I want a lot. I want, I want to be able to achieve a lot in this life. So am I getting it just sitting here working at a gym? No, I need to be able to venture out. And that's what Clayton is for. And that's what me having the advantage of being able to open up my mind and explore is. So that's, that's what makes me happy. And that's, I'm excited to get into that. So that's kind of my answer. I love that. Um, and then I'm excited for you two to be able to step out of this space a little bit. You know, you've been very heavily invested in this for the past 18 years, right? 18. Um, so it's, it's been a while, but it's time, right. For you to go and find other passions and, and excel in those areas. Um, so where can our listeners go if they want to follow you online, if they want to find out more about what you have to offer over there at South Bay Trainer. SouthBayTrainer.com. Easy enough. Um, Easy thank enough. you. <laughs> <laughs> Easy enough to find. Josh, thank you for being here today, for sharing your insight on the industry. Um, I really appreciate it. And listeners, thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget, if you want to stay notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. And if you want to join us for an episode here at the Gym Lords podcast, fill out the link in the description. Our team will be in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.